says it's in the biz, it's showtime, isn't it? Yeah. Quick, quick vape. Shout out to this juice as well. You like it? Big fan. What have you got in it? Pineapple, apple, Pineapple, kiwi. kiwi fruit, apple, some water and some lemon. Health time, isn't it? Yeah. Cleanse 2.0. Let's go. Fire up. Got an audio check on mic one. We've got an audio check on mic one. Audio check on mic two. There's an audio check on mic two. Look good. Feel good. Let's clap it in on three, three two, two, one. Oh, he broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the listeners, all the ICD fan playing at home, you're listening to the official, unofficial podcast of the Inner City Digits Fantasy Football League. Two weeks to go, uh, it's heating up, there's some, there's some serious shit going on at the top, at the middle, at the bottom, it's all happening, got a big pot ahead, big caller, let's fucking get into it. I am your host, the Mad Rooters, and welcoming in my co-host, your motherfucking commissioner, the BPK420. Fucking go. Big week ahead. Big week trial that just passed. This dreamer, welcome in. Happy Wednesday. What are we? 5.03 p.m. here on uh, Wednesday, the 1st of December. I know December's a big month. We're all wrapping it up. Fantasy season's wrapping up. Big Saturday ahead. Uh, it's been an even bigger week of fantasy football. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fucking right. This is the party season. season. It's, it's party, party season. It's Let's be honest. Party season. It's a party shirt from here on in, I reckon, or a party singlet. I'll, I'll put party Get shirt. Get the party shirt up. You're playing finals. Got a bit of, oh, You're come on, touch wood, touch wood, touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. Touch wood. I knew you locked in. Definitely not. Oh. Definitely not. Okay. Uh, all up against it this week, but um, hey- that's why we're here. Let's get into it. I'm fucking pumped. This is going to be a big show, big app. Big app. And for what it's worth, it. only two Mondays left for all us working folks out there as well. That uh, Yeah, crowds have a bet as well. Gee, the crowd's up and about early. We're up and about early. Two left to go for the rest of the year in terms of working Mondays. Let's go. Um, let's get into it. Head-to-head results from the week. I uh, hope everyone's enjoying their week so far. I hope you enjoy the pod. Um, first game is the reigning. Defending. Defending. Team Dixon with a score of 91.3 goes down to myself, the co-host, the Mad Rooters with a score of 141.3. So Monster score. Uh, Absolutely wiped him. Yeah, I did. Uh, obviously, that makes Dick on a four-game schneid as well, for what it's worth. He's on a schneid. <laughs> Official schneid. Definitely. Right I think, I think t- once you've hit three, you're schneiding. Yeah, officially schneiding. Yeah. Uh, those boys at the top of the table towards the start of the year as well. It's really uh, it's interesting. Read out those top two players for you. That's got to be good to look at when you're Yeah, look, Joe Mixon out. did some damage with a score of 32.3. Bang. And uh, Cordial Pattersons with a score of 27.5 just did some damage as well. Bang. Yeah, so um, it, was, it was pretty elite, handy. Elite, really. 
And Dak with a nice 25.3. It was. Listen, wasn't even close in a must-win uh, game for Team Dixon. Now finds himself up against the ropes. Uh, the sub-100 club, not a place where you want to be. Uh, disappointing there. Dale Henderson, Darnell, dealing his top three. No one over 23 points. Not going to get it done. But we move on. Congrats to Dream. You said you were here to fuck shit up as well. I was, and I have done some damage the last couple of weeks. Look, I haven't got the results as of late, really. But, look, that was a decent scalp for myself. Team Dixon, look, I'll put a big dent in his season. Uh, not a cork in it, but I put a big dent in it. Um, but big shout-out to Team Dick. Keeps um, your – I mean, it'd be tough. Very tough. Oh, uh, look, yeah, look. Mathematically possible, but it's so unrealistic. So I, I've, I've put a cork in my season a couple of weeks ago. But, uh, look, I'm still making waiver claims down the bottom there. Love I'm it. still uh, trying to beat the top dog. So I'm here to, I'm here to party. There we go. One from one. Uh, Ridley's, believe it or not, with a score of 136.36, takes down the Kentucky Kings in most definitely, no doubt about it, the upset of the week. Upset of the year, possibly? Upset of the year, yep. Uh, The man, Ridley, is flying hot. Hot as they come. Hot as flames. Uh, Kentucky Kings, weak score there. Wow. Yeah, that's a bob. Is it? That's a bob. Weak is a big, strong word, man. Uh, well, we'll get to it soon, but let's not. Let's just uh, spoil it there. Uh, lowest score of the week for Kentucky Kings. Um, wow. Obviously, hit with the injuries as well this week. Um, some are asking, has has he peaked too early? Wow, has he peaked too <laughs> early? <laughs> <laughs> it's a triple bar for the Kentucky Kings after a week like this. He deserves it. No, he'll be fine. Uh, one of those off weeks, but I tell you what, um, anyone that thought Ridley was going to be an easy beat. Over the last few weeks to try to chalk up them wins is sadly mistaken there. Um, no one overdoes his team. Obviously, T Higgins 23, Debo 20, Miles Gaskin 19. Obviously, just had that nice, consistent floor. Everyone in that, you know, 15 to 20 range. And uh, the score the score reflects that as well. Well done to Ridley's, believe it or not. We'll give him another clap. Yeah, give Upset him a clap. Yeah, he's, uh, he's moving pretty well at the moment. Good uh, shout out. Tell you what, now he's a serious finals chance. Uh, his points fours are getting up there, so he's a dangerous man over the next couple of weeks. I'd like to get in touch with him. I just want to know if he actually listens to the pod. Um, we haven't heard him on the socials regarding anything, really. Haven't heard it from him anywhere. I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago. I believe he does listen. Uh, uh-huh. He's a big listener. He's got fuck all to do over there, let's be honest. I mean, as I th- if he wouldn't tune in. I think he It's just more so Monday through the fr- I think they so go. Can you hear that rain? Yeah, she's coming down. It's a nice cool change coming through for anyone Jeez. that's uh, listening at home. For well, about, by the time you hear this. For about eight hours. Yeah, well, till tomorrow and it's 31 again, but anyway. Is it raining or not? Uh, I don't know if it's raining or not, but they're expecting some rain overnight, yeah. Perfect. Cool change. Let's go. It's been hot. Anyway, shout out to Ridley's Believe It or Not. The minor of the crew. Yep. Well played. We've got to get Dulzy on the call eventually, actually. Crystal Mick with a score of 151.1. An absolute whopper takes down the Drinkers with a score of 92.02. The Drinkers, pretty disappointing score. But look, let's be honest. There's a story of Crystal Mick here. He is on fire. Red hot. Um, Obviously helped by the Lenny Fournette 44 burger. Josh Allen 26. A Gibson 23.6. Listen, 60-point win. You'll take that. Great for the points four. And, um, yeah, finds himself on top now. A few quad drops over the last couple of weeks from the running backs. There's been some big scores. Uh, oh, we've got Lenny. We've got, uh, we got uh, the JT. Eckmeister, Eckler, and um, JT. All, all go for quad quad drops. This is why we draft them high, isn't it? Obviously, Lenny Fournette wasn't as high, but um, Lenny Fournette, 44, four tuds. We'll, get, we'll touch on it later. He might feature in the biggest scores. He definitely will. Uh, but yeah, Crystal Mick, 60 point win uh, That's a man who doesn't want to be fucked with in finals now No doubt uh, Moving on next, we've got Abbott's Browntown With a score of 113.88 Goes down to the coach of the decade in the Randall Throbbers 
123.2 points. Uh, coming into that last day, uh, I spoke to Abbott. He needed Russell Wilson to pull at least uh, 30 for him. Fell short of that mark with only about 20 points there, so it goes down by about 10 or so. Uh, Wilson, Deontay, Hillard, all scoring 18 for Brownie. Uh, Randall Throbber's story of the week for him was Jalen Waddle, 28 points, Austin Eckler, 21, and a great play in Gronk at 19.3 points. Uh, Randall Throbber's moves up to fourth now, 6-6 six and six on the year. Uh, it's an impressive. Uh, we know we know what he's capable of from a fantasy aspect. Uh, story here for, uh, is obviously Abbott's uh, really up against it now, uh, officially on a five-game schneid. He's on a fucking schneid, let's be honest. Uh, it's tough to watch. It just proves that ever since Derrick Henry went down, uh, it's been a shit show down at Abbott's Browntown. He'll be the first one to tell you that. Uh, just, uh, it just proves it's irreplaceable. He's gone. Derrick Henry's gone from winning people fantasy titles to possibly costing them fantasy titles. Shout out to Abbott's though. He still got on the line last week. Um, look, it's hard to get on. It's hard to get on the line when you're on a schneid. Absolutely manned up. Uh, everyone's going to need to man up before the end of the year. So uh, he bit in the ass and got it done. Nice work, Dreamer. Uh, you got another game there. Oh, one more. Uh, oh, yeah. Tried to sneak this one past through the keeper. It's uh, BPK420 with a score of 99.54. The sub-100 club, not where we want to be. Goes down to the man up in Lakes, the fisherman of the group, Run CMC 107.78. Um, so it's formally, or it's not formally, it's notably known to Pop Club, though, the sub-100 sub club, is it, it not? It, the, well, it was the sub-1000. Sub-1000 in Supercoach. Sub we can call this the Pop Club 100. I was notoriously known for anyone that wasn't knowing for some poor scores in Supercoach. Yeah. Uh, below 1000 is almost like a score of, like, 90 or below. Yeah. But for argument's sake, anything under 100 now will now be referred to as the Pop Club. Yeah, beautiful. So what have we got? We've got three... One, three two, members this week. Three, four members, half the league. Dixon, Kentucky Kings, Pierce Drinkers, and myself as well. Uh, it was all over by the Tuesday game. Uh, I think he was 20 clear. He had DK. I had Tyler Lockett. Fell short. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to make too many excuses, but uh, Tom Brady's simply not good enough. Um, and biggest fuck-up was uh, benching Dawson Knox for Tyler Higby. Uh, Higby obviously goes for one. Mm. Dawson Knox for 18 No excuses Loss is a loss Puts me back in my place uh, Fighting for my fantasy life Which uh, And then Knight is equal Equal first Second on the ladder now Locks himself in the playoffs So he's got to be happy about that Well done Well done Run Sam Condolences to yourself Condolences to all the losers This week Unfortunately But um, big congratulations To the winners Two weeks left As we mentioned earlier um, Best of luck For the last couple of weeks Big congratulations here To Crystal Mick Let's Top go, score of the week well done. Top score of the week. Uh, look, he hasn't got the greatest score in the year. I did I did have a look at that in terms of we'll go through the ladder positions. But uh, look, you can only you can only do damage one week at a time. And he top scored this week, so well done. Uh, and also we've got to give a shout out to the Kentucky Kings. The lowest score in the week. Uh, with Ooh. a score of eighty seven point eight two. So he's the only one in the eighty club, so not where he wants to be. Hopefully it's just a one off uh, one off week for the prawn tits, but I know he's got Chubb on the bye this week, Swift injured. Couple is, of, is he focused too much on his golf day in a couple of weeks? Well, that I'm looking forward to. For so am I. So am I, but look, you know, there's... Questions need to be asked. Priorities uh, I know he's trying to put together year. groups, handicaps. Prawn, um, look, maybe give just, us a bell post on the socials. Is the golf taking too much of your life? 
I definitely know that it's not, but um, there's uh, got to well, be a reason. There's there's noise around it. There's noise there's around no, it. That's what I'm hearing on the uh, off the circuit. Okay, um, okay. I'm on the hearing it walks. on the rumor, the rumor mill. I'm hearing uh, <laughs> that Prawn is actually too focused on his uh, golf organization. So yeah, and absolutely a bath by really. He would have been penciling that in as a win, easy pre. Uh, Definitely pre thing. He probably but, didn't uh, even look at his fantasy. Like <laughs> he didn't. He just sat and forget whatnot. Yeah. So. But uh, with uh, – so congrats there to Crystal Mick. Condolences there to Kentucky Kings. He'll bounce back in a big way. Uh, Shout-out here goes to the Mad Rooters, the potty co-host man, uh, winning the Week 12 Prawn Award for the second highest score of the week. Uh, this is your first time winning the award, Dreamer, this year. Are you sure? I'm not sure. I'll put it in. I couldn't remember. Is this your first time? I think this is my second. Okay. I, I feel like I've won it before. Obviously, we'll touch all and all that on the, uh, if anyone doesn't know, we're doing an end of year nomination show, which just mm. kind of wraps up, puts a nice bow in the year. Yep. Um, we'll calculate all that up then. So that's your uh, second time that awards. Well, so. I feel like I've won it before. So I, I just feel like I have. It may have been the first pot. I'm not too sure. But um, look, it's once or twice or three times. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, look, it feels good this week. So um, we'll clap that in. Audience loves Clap that, that in. 140. Nice score there. Um, yeah, congrats. Congrats to the winners. Condolences to the I, losers. I'll tell you what's fucked is uh, with the Tuesday game left, I knew that I had either top spot or the Prawn Award locked in. <laughs> and I, like, as fucked as that sounds, I'm like, all right, kudos. So I at least get a mention at on, some point in a positive note. Uh, forget about, you know, the win against the reigning defending this week. It was um, it was all about the top score of the Prawn Award. So I'm pretty happy with the Prawn Award. I'll take that. Listen, if you're it's not going to win the title, you definitely want to be mentioned in one of these two segments. Obviously yeah. not the lowest score. No. But uh, Prawn Award's almost as good as uh, – it's half a championship in my it's eyes. Been, it's been a good week. Yeah. It's been a great week. Let's, uh, let's well done. Uh, once again, congrats to the winners. Condolences to the losers. Uh, it's shaking bake time, baby. We're getting the uh, pointy end of it. Let's get into the players this week. Who's hot from the week? Top three QB. Uh, look, average cutoff, but we'll go with it. Josh Allen, 25.70 points, owned by Crystal Mick. Three for 260 and four tards, 43 in the ground, or for eight rushing attempts. Number one QB on the year now. Um, clap that in. Clap that in. That's a big thing. Obviously, overtaken Jalen Hurts after the pitiful, pitiful performance by Jalen Hurts there. Um He's really paying dividends now for um, old Crystal Mick, who took him with some high draft capital. Um, he's going to be dangerous the next couple of weeks, Crystal, that's for sure. Got Aaron Rodgers with a score of 26.28, owned by Run CMC, uh, with a stat line of 307 passing yards and two passing tuds and one rushing TD. So, good game. Yeah, and, uh, two, rush, two rushing attempts for zero yards and one touchdown. Two rushing attempts for zero yards. Yeah. How did he get a rushing TD with zero yards? So he rushed in from the one-yard line, then took a kneel for negative one-yard line. Okay. Kind of confusing when I read it, though, no, no, but no, you can see. But obviously, yeah. um, he's um, now up to QB7 on the year. So obviously, he was taking around that thing. So he's just doing things. Obviously, crushed me to a smithereens with A-Rod. Uh, congrats there to run Sam Seed. Be a happy man. Well done. Dak Prescott rounds out the top three QB with 25.30 points, owned by the Mad Rooters. Uh, 375 passing yards and two passing tuds. So, great game from Dak. A uh, lot of yards there. I know we've got something in the notes about that game as well. Uh, QB 10 on the year, which also helps. But, uh, yeah, you'd be a happy man there, I guess. Yeah, look, I'll take it. I draft him a little bit higher than QB 10, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, onwards, you move to top RBs. Not a bad cutoff line here for the RBs. You mentioned it before. We mentioned it before. It's playoff Lenny. It's Lenny Fournette, 44.1 points, 
owned by Crystal Mick. Uh, he had 103 on the ground off 17 attempts. Then he had seven catches, 31 yards, and a receiving tud off eight targets. Uh, he was the reason for Tampa Bay winning. Uh, unfortunately, missed the spread there, cover. Thanks, Lenny, the late one. But, uh, yeah, four TDs in a game just pretty much took all work away from any other relevant fantasy player on the box there. Uh, 44 points. We had some big scores this week in the RB, uh, this year in the RB department. There's been one at least five over 40. Yeah. That's why we draft them high. That's why we spend the draft capital. But uh, we're moving on to number two on the week, which is Joey Mixon. Uh, 32.30 points, owned by the mad Rooters. 165 and two on the ground off 28 attempts. So just absolutely just pounding the rock there, as they say. Uh, he had four catches for negative two yards off four targets there, though that uh, PPR work, an extra four points really boosted up. PPR leagues are way forward. I played a non-PPR league. The scores are drastically different. You can win. I scored, you know, 25 points a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you can win off a score of 45 points. Just PPR, a lot more fun. Highly recommend it. Uh, number three on the week. Bit of a surprise packet here. Elijah Mitchell, the missile from uh, San Fran, 27.8 points, owned by Run CMC, 133-1 off 27 attempts, five catches of 35 yards in the air off six targets. Uh, he is San Fran's whole running game at the moment, and I do not expect that to change. I feel like he's been mentioned a couple of times throughout the year, maybe in this segment. He definitely has. He's, um, it seems to be when they get the – San Fran are playing some good ball at the moment. They're uh, soon to making a late push there. The I've old, got a masterclass coach there. So. Well, he's eventually his record's getting closer and closer to that 50% mark. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Shanahan is – Shanahan, we'll see. I still like him, but uh, it's a different ball game. Top three wide receivers on the week. Uh, not a great cutoff for the wide receivers Ordinary this week. Jalen Waddle tops the charts with 28.70, owned by the coach of the decade, Randall Throbbers. Uh, nine for 137, two tuds off 10 targets. So it's a decent game from Jalen Waddle. T. Higgins comes in at number two, 23.40 points, owned by Ridley's Believe It or Not. Six for 114 and one tud off eight targets. Pretty great, uh, pretty good game there from T. Higgins. And Adam Thielen rounds it off at 23.20 points, owned by Team Dixon. You're reigning defending, defending Team Dixon. Five for 62 and two off seven targets. Wasn't enough to get in the chocolates, unfortunately. Have you seen, on a side note, not a side note, but on Adam Thielen, have you seen his uh, TD celebration dance, the Gritty? Yeah. He's shocking at it. but He's shocking at it, but it is a leg seller. It is a leg seller. I like when Justin Jefferson... Tuds and he yes he, he can he then, can fresh it up yeah, but then Thielen comes in and does his little yeah Kirk Kirky stanky. Kirky cousin tried to do it last year that was a lot worse than uh, Thielen but um uh, Gritty's got some steez about yeah, that's like for it. sure I like it big fan like uh so they're the top three wide receivers very ordinary cutoff line there no one cracks the thirty points we don't like to see that mm. top three tight ends on the week uh, surprise packet here it's Jack Doyle rules twenty point one points owned by the waivers uh, six for eighty one and one off seven targets. Um, listen, just uh, seemed to tear shreds with the Bucks there again that game. Uh, from the same game, number two on the week, we've got Rob Gronkowski, 19.30 points, owned by the Randall Throbbers, 7 for 123 off 10 targets. He's back. He's an absolute steal. Uh, missed about a month of football there, but uh, listen, he just takes all that, eats all that stuff underneath when the others aren't firing. Where does he go next year? Because the last two years, he's gone, he's slipped in the tight end position. No one's given him any, cre- any credit at it's- all. It's just the tight end position. He has to go around no, that top 10 mark, doesn't he? Where does, where does he go in the – oh, he has to go in the top 10 tight ends. He just has to. But, prob- he, but he hasn't. That's the thing. He's gone at 10-ish. 
Probably later this later, year, didn't he? Later. Probably both years later. Like, I, I'm, I dare say he goes in the top six or seven, to be honest. Let me just have a look. I put some respect on the man's head. Yeah, I mean, everyone said he was old. Everyone said he was done, whatnot. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of freeze action here, but I want to see where he is on the year, to be fair with you. Look, he's missed a lot of games, I think, or he's missed a lot of balls. So he might not be up there in the rankings, but per game, he'd have to be up there on average. Todd ends. Average. Either way, he's featured in this segment a fucking shitload of times. And Robert Gronk, Kowski, he's doing things. Let's uh, be honest. Third av- yeah, you're right on the average there. He's averaging third highest on the year. There you go. Uh, but he's probably 15 on the year. 15.1 points. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews, number two, 15.5. Kelsey, 16.7. But where is he overall? Uh, 18th. But that's, there you you're, go. You're right from See? all the missed games there. So um, it's not a bad point you bring up there. Uh, he's been featured a lot in this segment, so we'd like to see that anyway. And who's the third, Steve? Uh, third on the list. Take the third. My computer's freezing a bit. Dawson Knox, 18.20 points, owned by BPK for 23 for 32 and two tuds off three targets. Um, but look, the story here is you did bench him, Steve. Very rookie from yourself uh, in favour of uh, Tyler Higby. So it's cost you the week. Uh, it has. I was explaining my method behind the madness. I was starting Dawson Knox in another league, starting Dalton Schultz in another league. Uh, I don't know why I trust Tyler Higby. Uh, the Tyler Higby experiment is officially over. I'm not wrapped about a cost of the week, but uh, these are the mistakes you've got to own anyway. Who's not hot from the week? They were our top scorers. Who's not, though? Uh, these are the ones that stunk it up this week. <coughs> We've got Dallas Godert with a score of 1.0 points, owned by the reigning, defending team, Dixon. We've got Tyler Higby with a score of 1.3 points, owned by your co-host, your commissioner, BPK420. We've got DK Metcalf with a score of 2.3 points, owned by Run CMC. We've got George Skittle with a score of 2.30 points, owned by the Kentucky Kings. Kings. We've got Tyler Boyd with a score of 3.3333, owned by BPK420, your commissioner. Uh, it says it all there. Some big names there. Matt Calf, Kittle. Uh, not the place whether you want these boys to feature anyway. What have we got um, in the notes, Dave? No, it's a bit of riffraff this week. Just some things I noticed, whatnot. Uh, Cowboys v Raiders game on Thanksgiving drew 38.5 million viewers, uh, making the most watched regular season game of all time. Uh, absolute monster viewing there. NFL loves it. Viewers are treated to a cracker, obviously, with the Raiders pinching in overtime with a field goal. Uh, viewers were also treated to, listen to this, 28 penalties for a combined total of 276 penalty yards. Uh, it's the first game ever that each team has had 14 penalties in a game. So they, they split it, 14 penalties each. 14 penalties each. Uh, at least it was fair. At least it was fair, but that's a lot of flags yeah. for the most viewed game ever. And probably not the best spectacle, I guess. No. Uh, story that popped up during the week as well, uh, a review on last year's draft. It's the uh, Philly Eagles. They must be spewing. Last year's draft, they took Jalen Rager at pick 21 in the first round uh, over Justin Jefferson, who was taken pick 22, the pick after that. Uh, that was after rumours where the Eagles were trying to trade up to pick 17 to take C.D. Lamb, who the Cowboys eventually took. Three players, two have turned out, looks like they're going to be elite slash studs. One's a dud. Uh, listen, a team with Jalen Hurst, Justin Jefferson and Devontae Smith, pretty dangerous. But hey, that's the aim of the game, isn't it? Well, the reason Dallas last year took uh, C.D. Lamb was because they knew that the Eagles were going to take him at 21. That's the only They only just did it to cancel him out in their division. They didn't want them to have him. They didn't need... Look, if you look at the Cowboys roster... Gallant they Cooper. They don't actually need a wide receiver. Look, it's turned out great for them, but they took it spitefully to... 
to cancel, do that. And then this, and obviously in this year's draft, they obviously traded with the Eagles, so the Eagles could go up and draft Devontae Smith, which is an interesting one. So they trade mm. again the division. But hey, uh, you miss on Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, Taker Rager, who's a spud. Uh, it hurts. Definitely yeah, it hurts, does, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, third one, big fan of this one, Jalen Waddle TD celebration. You've seen it yet, the Waddle. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, scores a TD, waddles around like a penguin, and so does all these offensive linemen. They'll just start waddling around the end fucking zone. Fucking huge. Like King Penguin, it's fucking tough. So get up on the socials. Get up on the socials, go have a watch. Uh, it's great to see celebrations. Uh, second last thing, uh, listen, this is a bit of a personal thing for everyone. Everyone knows what I understand. Injuries are by far the worst thing about fantasy football. You draft well, you wave it great, you trade a clutch, you set lineups like a boss. It all goes to shit with a big injury. Which is totally out of your control. Uh, I think we'd all agree you'd much prefer to lose it on your own terms. I know that's selfish, but um, listen, it's the one thing about fantasy football we can't control and we don't There's like. Nothing you can do about it. Um, last thing, Dream, this is kind of a question directed at you. Are the Rams slash Matt Stafford frauds? They are at the moment, no doubt about it. They are on a fucking schneid. So let me read this out for you. So I feel they won their Super Bowl in week three against the Buccaneers. Uh, then every team that's been decent or good since then they've lost to. So they've lost to the Cardinals, Titans, 49ers, and the Packers. They've only beaten the Seahawks, the Giants, and the Lions with one buy in there. Uh, most teams that they lost to are in the playoff hunt or better, give or take. Uh, magically, the Matty Stafford injury popped up this week. Uh, pain in throwing arm and chronic back pain, so very suspect in my opinion. Mm. And this for a little Matt Stafford stat. Uh, I'm a big Stafford fan Detroit cult hero uh, Suffered a lot in his time in Detroit obviously So Matt Stafford over his career Has 10 wins and 72 losses Against teams that finished the season With 500 record or above He's also never beaten a team That was 5 games above 500 In his entire career Wow So he just doesn't defeat Quality opposition. Teams, yeah. I know he's been on Detroit, which is kind of a misguided start, but stats are stats. That's they're all still, they're, there they're for. still stacking up now, though. They're stacking up now. Exactly my point. So, uh, I don't know. Matty Stafford getting on, getting along the tooth. They obviously gave up a couple of first-rounders to get him and threw in golf. But, um, yeah, other Rams frauds. They obviously bring in big OBJ, Von Miller. Doesn't seem to be working down there. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know. Just hoping they can turn around soon, though. To watch your space. It was, uh, it was good news there. Just a little bit. A little bit to like unpack it. there. Really looking forward to watching the waddle, to be honest. Probably on the break. Yeah, watching the break. Yep. What about ladder position, Steve? What's going on? Movers and shakers, baby. Here we go. So we've got three locked into the playoffs. I'm going to run through them, the top three, uh, very quick, because they don't need to be mentioned. Oh, they should be appreciated. Sorry, my mistake. Uh, first and second, equal on top with records of eight and four and 100% chance to make the playoffs locked in. We've got Crystal Mick and Run CMC. Congrats, Clapping boys. Up, boys. It's been a grind of a year. Well played. Uh, in outright third with a record of 7-5 and five and also locked into playoffs with a 100% chance, we've got the Kentucky Kings. Well done. There we go. Now we get into the saucy part, boys. Fourth, fifth, and sixth, all on a record of 6-6. Six and six. We've got the Randall Throbbers, BPK420, and the London Vic Drinkers. Uh, Randall Throbbers, 91% chance. BPK420, 94% chance. And the Vic Drinkers, 40% chance. Uh, that's far too low for the London Vic Drinkers, who's one win outside, I think. Obviously, did lose Sam C for the year. He's uh, actually, in, we'll he's actually inside at the moment. He's inside. He's actually in the playoff hunt, isn't he? Yeah. So, and then very tight, 7th, 8th, and ninth on 5 and 7, we've got the reigning, defending, defending. Team Dixon on 5 and 7, 41% chance. Also on 5 and 7 in 8th position, we've got Abbott's Browntown. 
with a 7% chance to make the playoffs, actually the lowest in the league according to ESPN playoff predictor at the moment. Mm. The man in form is on an absolute hot streak. He's won three on the trot. With Ridley's, believe it or not, also on five and seven. 18% chance to make the playoffs there. And uh, rounding out, bottom of the ladder, outright bottom. But it did get a big win. Mathematically, still can make the playoffs. We've got the mad Rudis. Four and eight with a 9% chance to make the playoffs there. Um, I'm back. It's fucking tight. I'm back. You're back. I'm back. You're back. You're, you're back in a big one. Let's, Let's go. I'm actually giving you more of a chance than Abbott's Brown Town at the moment. Well, that's the only reason I'm back. Uh, I've corked me season, but uh, look, if I'm not the least projected to make the playoffs from here, I'll back myself in for the last two games. So here to fuck shit up. I just want to make notes. So from fourth down through to ninth, one win separates it. So I feel this year more than anything, points four is going to play a big Big part in who ends up making playoffs, Dramas. So you want to run us through that? Um, the points for anyone out of it. See, Vic Drink is a couple right. hundred points behind there, which yeah. could be hard to so chase. So we're looking here. It's just a little bit smaller. Oh, my eyes are fucked. I don't know. So the top two, Crystal Mick and Run CMC, they're locked in. So we won't even go through them. Kentucky even though Kings scores, locked in. Kentucky Kings. Even though uh, Crystal Mick and Run CMC, their scores aren't great. They're so not. They're they, not great. Definitely, there's a lot more people with. Higher points for Well done for chalking up the wins early. But we've got from the Randall Throbbers down to Ridley's, believe it or not, we've got 1526 for the Throbbers, 1488 for BPK, 1217 for the Drinkers. So that, look, that's probably where that 41% comes. So Vic Drinkers would need to win his last two. He needs to win to make it. He needs to win outright from here. We've got the reigning defending Team Dixon with 1403. We've got Average Brown Town 1397. We've got Ridley's, believe it or not, 1374. So it's. It's firecracker tight there uh, from Team Dixon and Ridley's, believe it or not. Vic Drinkers needs to win from here. His win score out. is just not going to It's just not gonna cut the mustard. Um, and then my, my score is respectable. Well, but, um, if you happen to get another win, the people above it, you'll actually probably more than likely jump on top of those three, four. Mm. Then Vic Drinkers, if you can level... I think the talking point saying? here is the Vic Drinkers needs to win from here and um, probably the teams below him just need to win as well. But it's just you just got to win. Win it and be in it. One last thing I want to shout out. Uh, Scans on a three-game winning streak along with Ridley's Believe It or Not. Clap that up. Uh, losing streaks. Team Dixon lost four on the trot. Abbott's Browntown, my man, lost five on the trot. Mm. Crystal Mix only made four moves on the year. He has drafted superbly drafted based well. on that. Yeah. Absolutely superbly. Yeah. And obviously coach of the decade there, uh, Randall Throbbers with a whopping 28 moves, eight more than anyone else in the comp. There you go. Um, it's getting tight there. That was a tough ladder to get through there, but uh, it's exciting. It's going to make for a big, big week. Interesting week next week. Uh, injuries from the week. This is the first time I've seen this one. AJ Brown. Correct. Went to IR before. So did he miss last week, did he? Correct, yeah. So he's there for another two. Missed three weeks with a shoulder injury owned by the Randall Throbbers. So I've got Julio, I believe. When's Julio back? Uh, one more never. week out. Probably never. Yeah. <laughs> um, so AJ Brown, that's a big loss. Michael Carter went to IR before tw- uh, week 12. Misses three weeks with ankle injury. Owned by Team Dixon again. The, the reigning. Defending. Team Dixon. Trey Sermon, ankle injury. Likely go to IR. Owned by the waivers. Jalen Hurts, ankle. Uh, to be confirmed, owned by the Throbbers. Miles Sanders, ankle and foot, to be confirmed, owned by Run CMC. Matt Stafford, pain in throwing arm and chronic back pain. It's caddish, Steve. You know it is. That's that's a bullshit excuse there yeah. for a while. They're trying to pin that all on Stafford, which is even weaker, I, I think. Owned anyway. by yourself. You do have Brady there, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, we've got Pat Fry, Muth. 
Head injury to be confirmed, owned by the Randall Throbbers. Confirmed he's in the concussion protocol, so we'll need to pass the five stage. This is a big one here. Christian McCaffrey, ankle injury, out for the year. Thoughts and prayers, T's and P's. T's CMC. and P's, throw them up if you're at home. Throw, throw the T's, throw them up. Throw them up for uh, Christian McCaffrey. Obviously drafted high, probably number one in most leagues. Number owned one. by the London Vic Drinkers. The Drinkers, they're going to have to wear that one. I'll be claiming Tuba Hubbard if you want him. You're going to have to pay for him. So there you go. Well, you Red. better get it done quick. Trade deadline close tomorrow yeah, night. If he wants him, yeah, you can take him, but he's going to have to give up some some serious uh, some serious players there. Randall Cobb, groin injury, to be confirmed timeline, owned by the Waivers. And JD McKissick, carted off, to be confirmed timeline. Also T's and P's there, owned by Run CMC. Yeah, obviously McKissick coming off the two, massive two-tud game there, which is disappointing. Cobb was getting going. The biggest one there is obviously CMC. Uh, it's just been a nightmare for CMC owners this year. Um, he obviously started off hot. Then out for five weeks, came back, started to look like himself again. They've said, no, nah, they've corked him in the season. That'll be all she wrote for this year. Uh, continuing on the injury list, we've got a big one this week, boys. Aaron Rodgers, so it's been confirmed he's been playing through a broken broken toe. He's on the bye this week, which is going to help. So he's run uh, owned by Run CMC. DeAndre Swift with a shoulder sprain injury, considered day-to-day by coach Dan Campbell, um, owned by the Kentucky Gangs. Uh, big Jamal Williams upgrade there. Uh, he'll fill in anything DeAndre Swift can't do. Another big one here, Darren Waller knee injury, to be confirmed timeline. He's week to week according to the coach, so make it's it a big that, if you will. That's that's a big one. Uh, he's owned by Abbott's Browntown. Uh, Foster Moreau to fill in if he can't go. Next big injury, Dalvin Cook. Who's, listen, it came out he was already playing with a partially torn labrum in one shoulder, and he dislocated his other shoulder uh, over the weekend. He fumbled on the injury. Out of minimum two weeks, owned by BBK420, uh, Alexander Madison time. Debo Samuel with a strained groin injury. Uh, he's going to miss one to two weeks, according to the coach, owned by Ridley's Believe It or Not. Um, it's a big loss there for Ridley's. Debo's been informed as their running back. Uh, Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle get a slight upgrade. <coughs> uh, Teddy Bridgewater, low leg contusion, to be confirmed timeline. He's on the waivers. Drew Locke to fill in there. Melvin Gordon, hip injury. Listen, I think he should be fine. He hasn't popped up on the injury report this week. He's owned by Crystal Mick. If he can't go, Javante Williams to fill in. Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold the Whoa! postman. Whoa, that was a fry. Okay. Jesus. Okay. I wanted to get out of the postman. I wanted to get out of the postman. Oh, that really caught my attention. I was on my phone and I buzzed out of my chair. Holy shit. Dan Arnold, a.k.a. the postman, because he just delivers. He's got an MCL sprain. Oh uh, I think goodness. I saw he's going to be out four to six weeks. He's on the waivers so, there. Oh, that's, look, what's, that's got to get edited. <laughs> that's out a contender. Wow. No, there'll be no editing. We don't no, edit in this show. Not. There'll be Holy zero editing. shit. And last one of the week, we've got Daryl Henderson, quad strain, to be confirmed timeline, owned by the reigning. Defending. Team Dixon, uh, Sony Michelle to fill in if he can't go, although I expect Daryl Henderson will be right to go. Uh, that's all she's right. Big list. A lot of big players there to notice about. They were the injuries. We've got the waiver wave, 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 wave activity <laughs> from the week. <laughs> okay, I'll cop uh, that one. No, I have to, sorry, I'll just put a bit of mail on that. It's all for the listeners. Uh, waiver activity from the week. Uh, it hasn't dropped, so have a look, gents, when you get a chance. Oh, Moses dropped Christian McCaffrey. Frustration drop already. Yeah, fair enough. He's yeah, gone. I respect it. Yeah. Uh, trades from the week. No trades, Steve? No, but obviously a reminder, trade deadline closes tomorrow night, Thursday, 2nd of December at 11 p.m. Uh, obviously, if you get them in by 10 p.m., I can push them through uh, with league manager rights. So get them in. You've got 24 hours to get it done. By the time you listen to this, it's crunch time. 
Uh, listen, I think everyone's too busy to make trades at the moment. I know Prawn's been trying to push Georgie Kittle. See what you can get done for it. Best of luck. Uh, that's all she wrote. There we go. Um, get your trades in, Morgs. We've got a mailbag segment. No mail this week, Steve, unfortunately. Nah, she's light. She's light. Crowd's not happy about it. It's all right. We had a good piece last week from memory, or was it the week prior? Yeah, good uh, Good bit of mail last week, yep. yeah. Anywho. Well, we're light on mail for what it's worth. Going to get our caller on the line. One second. I do have some caller, caller queue. Oh, that's an add-in. Going to get our caller on the line, gentlemen. I've got the cue music now. I wonder who we got this week. I'm going to import it. Dun, dun, dun. You like it? I do like it. Needed something. Let's get him on. Hello. All right, here we go, listeners. Here we go, listeners. Do we have a treat for you? <laughs> Arguably the most anticipated caller of the year to date. Let's be honest. We've been blowing up the phones, uh, Steve, trying to get this bloke on. He's finally agreed to give us some of his time, so I appreciate that. Uh, his season is simply put on the line. If there was a time to come up with some clutch coaching, it's this week. He's here to face the music, welcoming in. The reigning, defending, Team Dixon! I'm a killer with the first verse. Let's go! Let's go, Dixon! The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! Yes! Fuck yeah, Dixon! Oi! Dixon, how are we, my friend? Boys, I'm going well. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for the introduction. Not quite a great uh, suiting song given my season thus far, but appreciate you boys for having me on. How are we going? Going well, mate. And don't forget, you are, still the champ. you are still the champ. And until someone wins it this year, you are still the champ. So you can be referred to as the champ. You Don't should, you man. worry. The, the the ring is still on the finger. It hasn't come <laughs> off since uh, it's been on there for about 10 months. So... The champ is here. Beautiful. What's going on? Get a, get a photo up on the socials for everyone as well, Dick. We need to see that playing around. Pleasure to have you on. Uh, yeah, get a fo- photo of the bling plays up on the socials now. So it's, um, look, it's just an absolute pleasure to have you on, Team Dick. Uh, obviously, we've been chasing you all year. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't been able to get you on, but uh, the time is right this week. Unfortunately, you didn't get the result this week, but it is what it is. I appreciate you jumping on. Um, Congratulations, Dreamer. Quickly, let's get it out of the way. Yeah, Thanking. Okay. Let's, let's touch on that nice and early. Congratulations. You got the job done. Appreciate I think it. you said about two weeks ago you were here to fuck some shit up, and you may well have fucked my season up. <laughs> so, congratulations, brother. You, uh, job accomplished. It was nothing personal, Dick. It was just, uh, you were just. It's never personal you. with fantasy, mate. No. It's never personal, but uh, job accomplished. So, well done. Thanks, Put that mate. on a t shirt. Yeah. Well, nothing personal, it's just fantasy. That is. 
I'll, I'll put that's it a, on that's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. That's a great hey, quote. You want to copyright that? We don't play fantasy to make friends, do we? Ah, oh, Dick, let's go. He's, in, he's no, in red hot form. Who's got a notepad? Let's get these down, seriously. <laughs> uh, we're going to jump into the questions, though, Dick. So, pleasure having you on board. Uh, before we get into it, before we get into fantasy, uh, I need to get your thoughts on uh, my no-show at uh, Pop's birthday drinks a couple of, night, uh, couple of weeks ago. Um, we obviously asked Prawn and Brownie. They weren't thrilled about it. It's no secret I was on a juice cleanse. And for the record, <laughs> I'm actually currently on another juice cleanse right now. Um, the league coach weren't happy about it. You weren't happy about it. You hit me up. How do you feel about it? Well, first of all, congratulations going on the juice cleanse. I hope they're working for you. But I didn't know there was a rule that you couldn't put a shot of vodka in your beetroot juice if you were to come out for a night out with the boys. Can't you pack your celery juice in a little backpack and come out a few shots of vodka? You've been whinging about getting an invite with the 50 boys for months now. You get the gig and you're a no-show because you're sitting at home doing fuck all. Not a good look. Not a good look. No, it's not. It's not. And um, look, it's fair enough. I, I did apologise. Look, no excuses. Just wasn't my time. But um, yeah, look. That's all right, mate. I'm sure we'll find another time. That's right. Maybe when you're not doing a juice, a juice cleanse. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make sure. I've tried to rub him out during the week now. So it was pretty, it was basically a bad decision to do it over a weekend, let's be honest. So I've gone to Especially when, this time. when you got a commissioner's birthday, you need to show some respect. Well, well right. said, I do. Well said. Well said. You, you got the commissioner. You need to bow down a little bit. Showing some respect, all right? He's doing an amazing job. Oh, Dick, enough. I did not pay him to say that either for what it's worth. Dick, you're a good man. We, we, we don't want to bring up this relegation word, but I don't know. There's room <laughs> to circulating, circulating around Abbotsford, all right? That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, we're just going to skating on thin ice. Skating on thin ice. I'd be fair to say. All right, Dickie. Uh, next question, my friend. Uh, talk, us through, talk us through your draft day. What's worked for you? What hasn't? Run us through it all. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> All right. It was a uh, – at the time, I was quite happy with the draft. I uh, started off with Saquon. I thought he was going to – I thought he was going to tear it up this season. I honestly did. With Daniel Jones as the quarterback, you know, being the uh, average quarterback he is, I thought he was going to see a lot of work. He uh, had the first couple of weeks out, came back, and then decided to put his foot under someone else's leg. And has been out for more or less the remainder of the season. So he kind of didn't help me too much. I uh, got Tyreek and Thielen. They've been semi-reliable for me. Other than that, it's uh, it's a little bit touch and go with Team Dixon at the moment. And has been for the majority of the season. I think... Hasn't been the ideal draft in hindsight. But you win some, you lose some. And uh, I may have lost four on the trot. The Kyler Murray uh, pickup was uh, impressive. Uh, he's just been injured, which hasn't been great for you. But I think your biggest story, how do you feel about the Keenan Allen for Dale Henderson trade now and obviously the drafting of Mikey Thomas, your late season hammer that didn't come through? So the Keenan Allen, so we might have had about 18 beers before this trade, but at the particular time, I think Kareem Hunt may have just uh, gone out. And I was in desperate need of a running back. So that's why we uh, made that trade with Daryl Henderson. I think Keenan, I, I think that was a fair trade in hindsight. Yes, yeah, so, and with what I add, it was one of the quickest <laughs> trades that's ever got through. I reckon we spoke for, oh, for about 30 seconds and then it was through lodged. And it was, it was done and dusted. I, I think that was a fair trade. Definitely. Mike Thomas, he was meant to be my wild card for the season. Uh, he came out and dropped a 30 bomb on me. I'm like, here we fucking go. And then uh, he's decided to go and get injured himself. Oh, sorry, Mike Thomas. 
He uh, he was he just stole from the start. I don't know what I was thinking there. Yeah, poor draft. Michael, Michael Carter was yeah. a nice little pick. It's Michael unfortunate. Carter, now. Sorry, that, that's who I was talking about. That was meant to be my wild card for the season. Mike Thomas, he was meant to come in late for me and uh, start dropping fifteen twenties. That didn't work out. So yeah, the whole draft has been. Uh, in hindsight, we might have made you know a few changes, but it is what it is, and you got to roll with it. That's it. You're still in the hunt, Dick. So keep it pushing, mate. Just yeah, to- I was just having a look. I was just having a look at the uh, ladder. Actually, ESPN's giving me like forty two percent or something like that. I thought I was just about down and out, but I think we're counting on. I'm playing against Morgs this week. Yes, there's so one. Win, there's I'd- one with a one win above you, and you've got him on points four. So this is by definition an absolute must win for Team Dixon, That's and uh, I'm not overly goal. confident going into the game, but. You know, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens Monday morning. Just a question off script, uh, Dick, if you don't mind. Is there culture issues at Team Dixon at the moment? Um, <laughs> just it sounds like there may be some culture issues there. Is there or not? Can you confirm or deny? I think there is some culture issues down at Team Dixon at the moment. Whether it's got uh, something to do with... Have you lost the locker what? room? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm running too tight of a ship down there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe the boys are getting a little bit stressed and anxious about being on a championship team. I, I don't know what it is, but there's definitely some major issues down in, in the locker room at the moment. Yeah. And uh, I've tried to make a few changes, which haven't really been working for me either. So in answer to your question, yes, we do have some culture issues. And like you said the other week, I'm already starting to sink into next season. All right. Well, well let's, let's hope it all turns around for yourself this week. You're obviously the reigning defender. Um, the so what? We'll, the raining. Defending. Defending. So we hope it turns around for you this week. But, um, look, you're on a four-game schneid at the moment. Uh, let's be straight uh, up. Four loss on the trot. Yeah, you really need the win this week. You did touch on it. Um, about, uh, get, playing up against the drinkers this week, making playoffs. Uh, look, you want to defend it on your own crown. Um, do you get the job this uh, done this week against the drinkers? Oh, he's riddled, no, with, he's riddled with injury right now. No Sam Seal, AJ Dillon for him this week. So he's a lot on RBs, Dick. What's your, ch- what's your chances? I saw that. Look, I, I, I think I'm going to win by between five and ten points. Let's uh, go. Put it on the board. The way my team's been performing, you never know. I like it. I like the answer. I'll I like the confidence. I'll, 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 I'll be tipping you as well, Dave. I think it's going to be a semi-low-scoring game. And like I said, it's a must-win for pretty much both of us. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with the two of us. But good luck, Morgs. Made the best man win. Oh, that's, uh, that's he's uh, humble. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. fantastic. Love to see it. Uh, all right, Dick, last question, mate. Thanks for your time. Appreciate you jumping on the airways for us, mate. Uh, team name, talk us through it. Where does it come from? Uh, it's fairly obvious, I think, um, but run us through it. Uh, and if you miss playoffs, can you guarantee a new team name next year? So, yeah, like you said, there wasn't too much thought put into the team name. <laughs> Yeah, very simple, Team Dixon. But uh, I can tell you, after the last four games uh, and the finish of this season, we will be doing a huge culture shift, new team name, new list, the whole lot. Next season's going to be a very different story. Very different. Crowd's happy about it. We're happy about it, Dick. Thank you very much, my friend. Well played. Boys, congratulations on the podcast as well. Absolutely love it. You guys are killing it. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate Con you words. being on board. Con Been words. a gentleman. Got the biggest call of the year, no doubt about it. Champ is here. The reigning. Defending. Team Dixon. On your dickie. Champ is here.
We'll let you go on that night. Best luck this week. Great chatter, boys. Catch you, Diggy. See you later. Champ is here. Champ is here. Team Dixon, the reigning, defending, defending Team Dixon. What a treat. Uh, what a pleasure. Uh, he was great in the call. We've had some absolutely fantastic calls this year. Everyone's been 10 out of 10. So who do we have left on the list? We've got, um, oh, obviously... Top of head, Morgs, uh, Randall and Dulcie. That's it. So in some order, they'll come over the next three weeks, I think. Yeah, let's... Uh, depending on results this week, I guess, because I uh, wouldn't mind getting some people in the playoff hunt on the caller... So let's say Heater's looking at making it, we'll get him on the call. Yeah. Playoffs. If Dawes is rubbed out, we'll get him on before the season ends. Yeah. Good call. For example. Love it. We'll discuss that off air. Just to watch your space, don't don't want to give away all the nuggets anyway. No, definitely not. Uh, that'll move us on to the most important segment of the show. For let's go. For this segment, the show and the league simply would not exist. It is this week's head to head matchups. Bang! Come on. Huge week. Let's go. What, are, what happened with the tips this week, Steve? All right, tips. Uh, ordinary week for both of us. You went two from five. I went one from five. Um, there was wow. a catch-22 <laughs> with my one, so that puts me one up on the year. I've got it written here in the notes. You had the morgues thing, didn't you? If Aaron Jones plays, I'm tipping Crystal Mick. Mm. Now, although Aaron Jones did play, got 2.3, that is still technically a correct tip. So you got that right. So I got that right. So that puts me one up on the year. She's getting tight there, Dreamer. But so the um, only one you got this week. It's the only one lost on myself, Team Dixon, the Kentucky Kings, uh, and Abbotts. Okay. So that's all she wrote. But uh, on that note, why don't you run us through the buys this week, Dream? Big buy week. Buys, we've got the Panthers, Cam Newton, McCaffrey out for the year, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. I don't know why Robbie Anderson gets a gig there, He's, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, like, uh, you could play him if you're in a pinch, I guess. We've got the Browns, we've got Baker, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Juice, and Austin Hooper. What's Austin Hooper done this year? I don't think we've mentioned his name once on the uh, pod. I th- almost think David Njoku should be in there ahead of him, almost. To be honest, yeah. Got the Packers, we've got A-Rod, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, Devontae, Marcus Vantlers, Scantling, and Alan Lazard, the Lizard. The Liz. And we've got the Titans, Tannehill, Deontay Foreman, Dontrell Hilliard, <laughs> Chester Rogers, <laughs> Nick Westbrook, Icon. <laughs> what the fuck is that? So a little side stat. Mike Vrabel, their coach on the weekend, the Titans coach, had one receiving touchdown in his career, who's played as a defensive end. Well, they're thinking of getting him in there. He scored on the weekend, he scored as he caught as many TDs as the whole of the wide receivers on the weekend combined. Yeah. So that's how grim it is down there with no AJ Brown, no Derek, and no Julio. Yeah, it's pretty average, isn't it? Uh, let's get into the matchups. It's a big week. We mentioned it before. We've said the fantasy implications. Let's run through a drama. First game, we've got the Mad Rooters up against the Kentucky Kings. I've got a projected a 108. Kentucky Kings with a projected a 121.1. Uh, I've got Mixon, Prescott, Cordial Patterson. He's got Herbert, Cup, Kelsey. Um, look, we all know that I took down the Kentucky Kings earlier in the year. You did. Gave him a bath. Um, but I just simply can't tip myself this week. I'm pushing it. I'm okay, tipping the Kentucky okay. Kings. I'm okay. tipping for um, credibility here. I want to pin that uh, tip back. My team is uh, this week. I've got some issues there in terms of buys and injuries. So I'll be ticking, uh, tipping the Kentucky Kings. Apologies if I've mushed it, but I'm just I'm trying to get the tip right. So The only person that will be annoyed is the Kentucky Kings, yeah. uh, which is fine, but uh, I, think it's, uh, I think it's a fair call. It's Kentucky, after scoring lowest score of the week last week, I'm expecting bounce backs <laughs> everywhere. He does have no Nick Chubb. 
No DeAndre Swift, which puts him very bare there. So I think his RB1 will be Devon, uh, Javante Williams. I just think those top three get it done above, yep. above mine. So Cups due. Kelsey's back. Herbert's back. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be tough to tip against so, him, uh, so. Apologies if I've mushed it. Braun, not, not intentional. Just wanna, I'm, I'm just literally just trying to tip for the correct tip. So it's a betting record. Apologies. Do it Plus, sometimes. I'm on you for the year, so... I'm tipping you. Yeah, that's it. I mean, come on. What do you want? Best of luck, though, uh, to the tits. Uh, hopefully, uh, you have a good week this week. <laughs> the tits. Uh, I've got the Randall Throbbers, the coach of the decade, Randall Throbbers, uh, with a projected score of 128.4. Coming up, the minor of the league. Ridley's, believe it or not, with a projected score of 87.2. I'm just going to go ahead and tip first. I'm tipping the Randall Throbbers. Uh, Dulcie's run will be ended this week. Um, so, we mentioned before, Ridley's obviously needs to win to keep the playoffs uh, chances alive for himself. Uh, Randall Throb is in too good of a form there. That top three, Lamar and Eckler, will be enough to get it done against Derek Carr and Justin Jefferson. Uh, so we're both on the Throbbers there. <coughs> Next up, uh, top of the table matchup. Unlucky not to be matchup of the week, but these boys, you're already locked in the playoffs here. Uh, this is just playing for shits and giggles now. First round bye would be nice. Give yourself uh, the week off, stress-free. Kind of just uh, set your town for the following week. But we've got Run CMC with a projected score of 94.9 points. Up against Crystal Mick on top of the ladder, 118.5 points. Uh, run CMC, obviously got one less player starting there. So by the time he fixes that up, that's going to be pretty fucking close, I think. Run CMC needs Alvin Kamara back, simple as that. Kamara, Diggs, Marquise, Hollywood, Brown are going to get the job done for Run CMC. Uh, so he's going to bring in a quarterback, so that's going to bring those projections very tight. Up against Crystal Mix, Josh Allen, James Connor, and Lenny Fournette. Uh, this one's tough here. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the crystals here. Uh, he's a man in form. Uh, I'm just going to take the crystals there and go with my gut. I'll go run CMC. I'll try peg one back there. I think that's a uh, good one to to split there. That one's going to be hard to tip. Yeah. Uh, top of the table. Both not playing for much. Best luck, gentlemen. Best luck to those gentlemen though. Both top of table. Well going for top spot. I'm going for the minor ship. Yeah, absolutely. And the week off. You've you've won titles before. That week, first week off really yeah. can kind of. Four side, everyone else is just trying to get through that week. It's elimination finals. Mm. So we'll split on that one there. Uh, next matchup of the week, we've got BPK420 uh, with objective score of 132.4. Going up against Abbott's Browntown, my man, projected score of 73. Uh, he's got one more player to fill there. Johnny Taylor, Tom Brady, getting it done for myself. Up against his Deontay Johnson, Russell Wilson, Mike Evans. Abbott's has got big problems in the running back department. I know it's going to be a big waiver for him. Um, got whispers that he would be making a lot of claims there, be throwing a lot of darts. Uh, I have to tip myself. I need the win here. Uh, a loss here for Brownie crushes his season. Um, Dream, who you taking? Taking yourself. Your commissioner, BBK420, take out the Browntown end his season. Unfortunately for Browntown, he's been a warrior this year. Absolute warrior. Uh, he jumped on the phone call last week, which is highly appreciated considering he's schneid. Um Look, a lot of respect for Browntown. Obviously, the reigning um, grand finalist from last year. Not the prem, uh, not the champion, but the grand finalist. So, he's had a great year, but I think uh, I think it gets ended this week. Uh, well Officially. said. That's well said. So, the only one we split there on run, Sam C, Crystal Mick, deservedly so. Um, and that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote for the head-to-head matchups, but there's still one more to go. It is oh. the most important segment. Of the most important segment is the one that gets the eyeballs rolling. Is this week's head-to-head matchup of the week. Let's go! I'll give it that. You won't do it, mate. We got... No surprises here. It was the obvious one. Uh, it's the London Vic Drinkers projected score of 83.4 up against the reigning, defending, defending. Team Dixon core of the week. Thank you very much, Dick, for jumping on the line with a projected score of 104.6. 
Uh, obviously, Morgs lost CMC over the week. Um, listen, he's got two players to fill, so that probably bumps it up to around the 100-ish mark anyway. Uh, it's big to fill. Uh, no AJ Dillon for him this week, so he's going to run with Paddy Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, Terry McLaurin up against Tyreek, Kyler and Daryl Henderson. Uh, sixth v seventh here. The victory is six and six on the year. Ten Dixon five and seven. Huge match up here with both managers hit by injury bug this week. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and AJ Dillon um, for the Vic Drinkers, Carter and possibly Henderson for Team Dixon. Winner here keeps the championship hopes alive and almost stamps themselves into the playoffs. Team Dixon loses here and it may be all over uh, for 2021 for the reigning defending Team Dixon. Uh, it's a clear matchup of this week. Championship. Uh, Who I got? Team Dixon! Let's go! It's a whitewash. And I'm bury him with the reigning. Defending Team Dixon on the caller this week. Last year's fucking champion. I think he's back this week. I think he gets the win. Keeps the finals, the playoff stream alive. I think oh, we mentioned before, if he gets the win here, he jumps ahead of Morgs. Uh, also, shout out to Abbott's Browntown and Ridley's, uh, who both need the win this week to keep the championship aspirations alive. Uh, we're both taking Team Dixon. That's the head-to-head matchup of the week for mine. It's playoff implications. Let's go. Well done. It's end of pod. That's all she wrote. That was a big fucking pod. Loved every second of it. Thank you to Team Dixon for getting on the phone call. Best luck to everyone this week. Big fucking week. Let's fucking go. Uh, Dream, pleasure as always doing it with you, my friend. Shout out to Team Dixon for jumping on the line. Uh, best of luck to everyone this week. What a fucking cracking league. One of the better leagues I've played in, uh, in my fantasy career. So tired. Everyone's keen. Chat, it's a pleasure doing this. Best of luck to everyone. Two more weeks for playoffs. Reminder, trade deadline ends tomorrow night, 11 p.m. Australian time. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Love your work. Peace out. Contents. <laughs>